how come they didn't draw Teenage Goten, huh? What about that? Think about that. That's your intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super! <laughs> I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good playing a game of high and low with my friends in the anime room. And Alex Patak. These were the days of rage. Podcasting rage, that is. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us this week, comedian Kenise Mobley. Hi! Hey! Good to see you too. Thank you so much for having me. You've had the most vocal reactions to anyone I've seen watching this show, and it, it, I felt it's the first time I felt truly bad making <laughs> making someone watch this show. Like usually, I'm just like, this will be funny. I'm like, I don't know. I, I like her, and I feel bad we're doing this. <laughs> I will admit, I I think it's worse because not only do I not watch anime with any sort of regularity, but I have never in my life seen this show. So none of this makes any sense. I know none of the characters. I have zero background for what's happening. A lot of the people, though, they watch if they've never seen the show before, and they're like, okay, so they can fly, but they're still getting groceries, and uh, they're dead, but they're dead all the time, so that's fine, and I'm just going to let this wash over me and right. play it defensively until this podcast ends, but you were really proactive about it. I did. I made a lot of comments during. Uh, sorry, guys. Normally, if I'm watching something for the first time, I don't talk, but since we were in a social setting, I felt the need to have my opinion be known. It's important to talk through all forms of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you had a very scholarly approach to this as well. I noticed you taking notes on the whole affair. Right. Well, I wanted to be able, in case I needed to reference a specific thought about it, to, to keep that in mind. Kenise <laughs> <laughs> adjusted her glasses as <laughs> At eight minutes and 24 seconds, Goten wears glasses and says that's a disguise? <laughs> Are we supposed to feel that's a disguise? <laughs> uh, okay, so we usually start the podcast. All right. Uh, You've already kind of answered the question by asking, though, uh, what is your experience with Dragon Ball? You never watched it. Never watched it. But did you know people growing up who watched it? Yes. So I watched Sailor Moon. Hey. Okay. Uh, I remember nothing about it. I My childhood is erased from my memory. But Interesting. I, I just don't remember my childhood. <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, so I know that I watched that and that I liked that and that some boys in my class watched this, but it did feel very gender separated in that the girls watched Sailor Moon and the boys watch Dragon Ball Z. Right, no one in Sailor Moon is allowed to wear a robe. There's robes. <laughs> There's in robes. There are robes. They're actually more similar than you would expect. Oh. Ooh, how so? There's beams. <laughs> a lot of beams shooting from people's hands. Yes, yeah. that seems familiar to me. Just like real life. Of course. Uh, so you 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 watched Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. You knew boys who were watching Dragon Ball Z. Yes. D and. and so you saw it as like a particularly segregated thing. You weren't really particularly like. Yeah, I wasn't chasing it down. I wasn't like yeah. begging my mom for it. And she's like, no. It was like, oh, okay, that's the boy thing. That's fine. Every, every episode of Sailor Moon finishes, you clap your hands and you go, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, I was a very formal child, so maybe. You just rub your belly, just going like, mmm, that's enough Sailor Moon. I'm full. <laughs> Couldn't have another bite. No more extremely Japanese content today. 
<laughs> Do you remember like seeing even like a, a a small moment of Dragon Ball Z as a child and like maybe what you uh, like thought of it? I think I saw like commercials for it, like maybe while Sailor Moon was playing, they're like, and Dragon Ball Z comes on later. Blah. Yeah. And it would just be like someone in orange running or just, you, think, <laughs> you think they're running because the background's moving, but their body's staying the same uh-huh. size in the frame, I guess. And you're like, I guess they got to find something they're after. So I don't know what the show is. It's called Saving Money, and it's the foundation of Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Right. Just put that little running gif over different backgrounds. Yeah. Actually, I did just learn from a, a Dark Passenger entry that we didn't end up doing for this GT episode that we just recorded. Uh, but I did learn that they're one of the main reasons why in the battles in Dragon Ball Z, why their shirts get ripped up and fall off uh, is is to save time and money on drawing the Japanese symbol on the shirt over and over again. I always wow. liked that because I was like, of course, the shirt gets ripped off because of all the hot beams. <laughs> was it an invincible <laughs> shirt? It wouldn't hot? make any sense. I imagine they're hot. It would be okay. weird if they were cold. <laughs> oh. I just thought it was like energy and you wouldn't necessarily feel it, but it would hurt. I don't know how this would work. No, because it burns stuff. Cold. It doesn't oh, freeze yeah. anything. I don't know. Yeah, and you see like the singes on the skin oh. after a beam There's hits. There's smoke sometimes. Okay. There is smoke, yeah. But you never see like uh, collateral fires. Yeah, I, I would expect <laughs> that it, like, the things around it based on the sudden change in temperature would ignite. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially in these barren green waste Land yeah. they find that are empty what for miles this? around. I, yeah, you got brush everywhere. <laughs> I yeah, I don't understand. They so this is Universe Seven, and they live in a city enough for him to be able to walk through an aquarium and a, a, a lingerie store and yes. a movie theater, all within walking distance for his kids to follow him with a giant fish and just like a short. Skip and a jump away from where they live. <laughs> There's also a completely barren desert yeah. with nothing. Just endless plains full of plateaus. The, yeah. The okay. excuse that they always use is that there's the Z boys are so fast. Ah, that so they, they, just they flew like a long over. way. Yeah. yeah. They they flew all the way to Utah. No problem. Wow, from Japan. If anyone gets okay. killed, it's just Mormons, they say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sailor Moon is the only anime you ever watched. I watched Cowboy Bebop in okay. college. Tell An us about that. experimental phase. <laughs> yeah, when I was just like, what's this? About some cowboys. So, like, who tricked you into watching that? I mean, it was a boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I can tell. <laughs> you don't say, I watch Cowboy Bebop in college, I'm like, there's a dude? Yeah. Smell it. Because he was like, you seem alty and cool. And you're like, yeah, like, what's up? Cool. What's going on? And he's like, you ever seen Cowboy Bebop? And you're like, no, what's that? I guess I'll just watch this whole thing to have a bond with you. Cool. <laughs> that was hours of my life that I'll never get back. Awesome. Yeah, girl. I can smell the Fight Club poster. <laughs> You know, Kenise, it's like not like a normal cartoon. It's like actually very highfalutin. Yeah, it's like like it has influences in westerns, but also in sci-fi, but also in film noir. It's like the ultimate genre. Um. I think you'll appreciate. I think you'll appreciate that the introduction is in jazz. Puffs, corn cob pipe, puffs, corn cob pipe. <laughs> I, I, I 
liked it. I don't remember anything about. I think I just have a bad memory. I remember nothing from my early years. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Did you go to school in Boston? I went to grad school in Boston. Okay, because yeah. I know you, you were doing comedy in Boston. I have one very vivid experience of this man I'm projecting as your boyfriend at a place <laughs> called Jed's Basement, uh, where all of the Emerson kids go. And uh, uh, there I was Jed's Basement. Yeah. There was this one guy I saw one time at this open mic who blew the light by four minutes while smoking a corncob pipe <laughs> and telling what sounded like <laughs> poetry. And uh, he's seemed like husbando material. Wow. <laughs> Wow, you have an interesting estimation of what I was into in college. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing him more as like a film student, like black jacket type. Yeah. Yeah. See? Oh. yeah. I know. Yeah. I well, I, so I went man. to a historically black school, so black jacket and black person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the jacket matches my yeah, identity. It, 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 it all fits together. But yeah, he was like, <laughs> he took, we, like, our school had some film offerings, but not a ton, but he had taken the film courses and was like, had a lot of very strong opinions. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's you like the Spike you, Spiegel of film analysis. I I just I don't know. My heart goes out. Thoughts thoughts and condolences. Thank but you. you came out okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was definitely. I I wore pigtails for no reason and was just like, tell me everything, world. I'm open. And then dudes would be like, you should have all my opinions. And I was yep. like, cool, great, okay. So I'll try that for a while. Yeah. Where am I, I gonna put these? <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to hold all these opinions? <laughs> yeah, and then like 10 years later, you're like, why don't I like this band? And you're like, oh, because some tall person told me not to in 2009. Very accurate. I had a conversation yesterday where we all were like, I think I kind of still like Coldplay. And we all like secretly said it like, oh, no, is this can we do this? And then we all said, you know what? No, I fucking like that song and it was nice to escape those judgments of my college years the, the only tall boys I like are Limeritas <laughs> Alex you consider yourself a tall boy or a long boy I'm a long boy <laughs> Yeah, I think you're a long boy. I'm long because I'm always lying down. (laughs) (laughs) Casual Alex, he's back on the pod. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling them up. I'm rolling them up. No, No. casual Alex is out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what about like other nerdy stuff? Like Uh, what, uh, what kind of nerd were you as a kid? As a kid, ooh, that's tough. I remember... Or as, into college, that's fine, too. Uh, like, I really liked Harry Potter, super into that. Okay. Uh, that's, like, why I've had an Amazon account since, like, 2004, uh, just because the library was like, we're not going to have that book for two years because it's just been taken. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a credit card, <laughs> open an Amazon account, and I'm going to have these books delivered to my house. Ravenclaw alert. <laughs> uh, okay, so I see why you would think that, but I am squarely a Gryffindor, and I feel good about it. I and- see that as well. Okay. I can feel that, yeah. Thank you. I am so on the outside of this conversation. I- what? Uh, talk I- about a Slytherin, huh? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. A real thing about me is, like, I'm like Harry Potter. Potter adjacent. I never did Harry Potter, but so many people that I like. Well, neither did I. And don't they'd even gather around and be like, <laughs> like, so many people I'm friends with and I know are like super into Harry Potter to the point that I'm able to know things about it without ever having read it or only seeing half of 
a movie once. Only half of one of the eight films? I've had sex with a lot of people with Harry Potter tattoos. <laughs> Same oh. thing. Okay, okay. It passes venereally. <laughs> this is the second podcast I've had to talk about I that. Know. On. <laughs> well, was kinda, I was like, in my head, I was like, wait, did we talk about this on the last episode of this podcast? <laughs> no, it's our other podcast, wow. the one about metal. <laughs> Kill me. But yeah, I, uh, I used to... Um, get invited to stand up at this bar in Portland which was a Doctor Who themed bar which is oh. also another show I don't know a lot about but I'm like I've watched enough Star Trek and shit that I can just do this and that week a Harry Potter convention was happening oh, no. so I get on stage in the front row the all these girls with like cat side glasses and uh. I was like I know what you want to hear. <laughs> so I told this like elaborate set that just endeared them to me. I was just talking about nerdy shit. And then in the middle was this joke about how I've never seen Harry Potter. And it was like recoil oh, and horror. Uh, and then I, I got him back. I got them all back up. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys the story about how I had a boss who made me uh, apologize to a coworker for sorting her in Hufflepuff? <laughs> what? <laughs> What was this job? <laughs> it was just uh, one of those like work conversations. Uh, it's like a slow day. Everyone's kind of fucking around and whatever. And we're all just talking about like what house people would be in. Right. And uh, the, she was a, a, a young woman I worked with. She was just out of college. She's kind of a goofball. Yeah. And I was like, I think you'd be in Hufflepuff. And she just looked me square in the eyes and she was like, I think that is fucked up to say to a co-worker. <laughs> what? The fact that somebody who I consider a peer would sort me Hufflepuff <laughs> and she wouldn't talk to me for days. What? <laughs> and she brought it to HR. Are you shitting me? You know, the very fact you won't accept it proves you're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> wow. And then I was made to apologize. That's what? insane. This job... I that's who crazy. Is, who, I work in HR. Who was this HR person that took that seriously? And also, what? <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't the yeah. HP person? <laughs> <laughs> is that what who it was? I think in the spirit of keeping on this note, uh, Kenise, could you uh, sort us? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, you are, Kate, you are, you're going to be Slytherin. Just yeah, because you wear it on your sleeve. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you are above it in the way that they are above everyone else. And you, you wear a lot of black. I see. Yeah, I was gonna say she's visibly yeah. Slytherin today. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel like, come on, you, you, you would be into the Slytherin dudes too because they're kind of edgy. They got a lot of feelings, but like they repress them. <laughs> but like they're still there, and you know that they're there. So it's I like a stop thing. <laughs> it's like a thing for you. Like it's like suddenly it's like a bond that you have, and their parents are mean to them, and you like you can fix them kind of, but like not. Nah, you can't really. Totally. <laughs> this is such a deep read I'm like maybe I should read Harry Potter now because I'm horrified at the like window in my soul you're looking into right now I'm sorry <laughs> so, okay okay Alex gotta sort you I because I've only really hold on I gotta roll the sleeves back up <laughs> is this helping your decision or hurting it <laughs> we're leading one way and not the other you know what I'm saying uh, I have seen you be goofy a lot so I'm gonna say you're Hufflepuff did you ever play the drums I'd never played the drums. I played the tenor saxophone. The tenor saxophone? <laughs> he did does you, look like a drummer, right? Yeah, did, but did you ever wear shades while playing the saxophone? Yes. Okay, <laughs> then, yeah, you're a Hufflepuff. That's very clear. I don't think that that... 
I don't need to go into any additional details. You get it. You okay. see yourself. Yeah, I don't have any follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what, what, what things do you have encyclopedic knowledge on? Because I know that there have to be some things that you have encyclopedic Ooh, knowledge on. I know a surprising amount about American soccer. Okay. And punk. And, and punk and music, punk. yeah. Okay. Uh, I know a lot about punk music. Okay. Right. Uh, I wish I knew more about anime because I feel like our fans would enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they won't get it. <laughs> uh, now, I went in my bag looking for my sunglasses, but all I found is my fidget spinner with a uh, Ben Franklin Huffle on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it go. I feel- so confident in how I, I, I judge that. I, I knew. I, I feel like you're, for me, on the border between a Ravenclaw and potentially a Hufflepuff because you've always been like a, like a nice guy, like a, like a fun, yeah. nice guy. I think you're kind of on the border. Borderline personality So I'm like a, I'm like a, uh, a Hufflepuff with a Ravenclaw rising. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You're like the RA in the Hufflepuff dorm. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. You like have a lot of Ravenclaw claw friends and they're like oh my god you'd fit in so much and like you like hanging out with them but as soon as you go back to Hufflepuff you're like thank god like, yeah. you, just, you feel like a bit of relief at being back in your actual natural element I couldn't do that all the time yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. listen the hat don't lie you know <laughs> uh, okay Katie let's get into the episode alright now it's me Snuggles Snuggles the little podcast cat. You should subscribe to the Patreon content. That'll be an extra full hour. We podcast, and every week you can hear all the hottest takes about Dragon Ball GT. The worst Dragon Ball. Oh, I'm getting tired, and I see a ball of yarn. I think I'm gonna roll up next to it, rub my back on it, and my paws, and my back again, and my paws, and now I'm going to sleep. That's it for me. The title of this episode is Goku Dies <laughs> An assassination that must be executed Guess what happens in this episode Yeah, what happens? What? Yeah. You're left guessing uh, Grocery shopping, a lot of it uh, yeah. We open up, Goku blue is Super Saiyan Blue and he dies Flashback You've got my attention yeah, <laughs> they yeah. do like a straight up record scratch where he's like, I know what you're thinking. How did you get here, Goku? Yeah. How well, did you let get me there? tell you my sordid tale. It opens up. He's meditating in front of some beautiful billowy linen that his wife put up. A stream flows. Winds in the breeze. We're all like, why is this so unsettling? Yeah. <laughs> really slow, very quiet. Mm-hmm. I have never seen the show be this quiet in 500 episodes. You've seen 500 episodes? I mean, I'm sorry, 5,000 episodes. (laughs) But is this show still on? Yeah, this episode aired two nights ago. And it's been, they've been making episodes consistently since the early 90s? There are breaks, but it started in the 80s. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. Please continue. You know, it's this show in the Bible. Uh, <laughs> so Chi Chi breaks the silence and it's time to eat. And everyone is disturbed because Goku is eating slowly instead of his usual, like, wasteful self while having a really disturbing inner monologue. This was the most fucked up part, though, because every time you've ever seen Goku eat, he goes, no, no, no. Yeah, he eats like Garfield. He eats like Garfield. He puts 
puts all the lasagna away into his belly, and they're like, Goku, that lasagna was for the mayor, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but this was him eating individual strands of rice, and you're like, I don't know what this fucking means. Yeah. <laughs> what is this about? It felt very profound, the way that it was shot, and the, how yeah. that whole thing was composed. Was yeah. Like, Silence thoughts. They got someone new blood in the office that week, and he's like, I just saw all nymphomaniac, and I got oh, some God. ideas. <laughs> what uh, if Goku fucks? You're fired. I <laughs> uh, got them kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are still trying to figure that out. Uh, They're piccolos. He keeps saying, "I can't sense it." He won't let me sense it. We're like, who, Goku? Uh, and then suddenly he announces that there are ro- to Chi-Chi that there are three roaches behind the fridge, which she gets grossed out by, but also I feel sad for her because you remember when Chi-Chi was rich, y'all? Yeah. She was well, rich. Well, she, she was also like, we're trying to eat, <laughs> which is very relatable because it's like, you know, you just, you have this guy around because he's a thick dilf and he'll give you what you want and then he, he just never delivers. He tells you when there's cockroaches behind the fridge. He keeps dying. <laughs> he only wears robes. Yeah, she does at one point goes, why are you wearing those clothes? I'm, I'm like, the one item of clothing we've seen him in for 10 years? Yeah. You knew about these robes when you married me. <laughs> she met him in those robes. Yeah, damn. He probably got her some robes and presented them like the day after they were married. She's like, I don't know how to tell you this. I'm not going to wear a robe. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't want to. <laughs> Have you guys wearing a, a gi ever? They're sweaty. Yeah. They are. Only when you fight them. I just, they hold all the heat in. They hold That's the what I'm saying. Like, he's using it as loungewear, and I think he might be much happier in, like, a billowy pant. Well, his look light, though. Yeah. And they certainly billow. <laughs> they don't have That's sleeves true. so all the heat can get out. That's, That's true. true. It gets out the, the heat vents. Yeah. It's very scientific. Mm-hmm. We can't go into it here. Uniqlo is designing the clothes. <laughs> Meanwhile, in a very necessary side plot, <laughs> Vegeta is training at the Cat Mansion. It's called the Cat Mansion? That's, That's what we call it. It's, it's called like Beerus World. <laughs> Meanwhile, at what the Cat is Mansion. That place? Is it connected to the other universes? It's yes. in a but sort of not. It's in a vague it's in our space universe, time They're void. in charge of our universe. I don't know that it's in our universe. It has to be because each one has their own <laughs> cat. Each one has their own destroyer. Mm. So why oh. would they not all be in the universe? That's what that thing was with the ears? Yeah, so the cat man the is the god of destruction. He's in charge of destroying things. We still don't really know what that means, but After he's in charge years? of fucking shit up. Okay. So Vegeta and Whis are doing burpees or whatever, and uh, Beerus is like, hey, where's Goku? When my boss calls, he's going to want to know where he is. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. And Vegeta's <laughs> like, there's something you're not telling me. And we slaps in his face, which I'm surprised he didn't get murdered right then and there because uh, that's the kind of guy Vegeta is. He's just a rageful man. But he couldn't because Whis is so powerful and such a tall drink of water. Wait. And he wouldn't deal with that. Vegeta is a grown-up? Vegeta is <laughs> a grown-up. He's just short uh, and he has a Napoleon syndrome. He's full of rage. Oh. Uh, he's also a bad man, but he's become oh, he's friends. Bad. With, he's bad, but he's become friends with the good guys because he trains with them and uh, lusts for their power. Yeah, ah. he's uh, he's more of like a Michael Jackson bad. Yeah, he's more of a Michael Jackson bad. That's what I meant. <laughs> like he's he's quote bad. He's bad. But you know he's good. He's bad. Yeah. Chamon. <laughs> Charmeleon. 
I hate this. Uh, just for the fans, I'm very tired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Katie's trying. on her last leg. Fans, make notes. <laughs> make notes. Sleepy Katie here. Casual Alex, Sleepy Katie, Dad Jeremy all the time. Uh, and so finally, yeah, Weiss is like, he's just going through it right now. And Vegeta's like, what is it? He giggles. All of a sudden, we snap back to Earth. Goku's shopping. What is he shopping for? Giant f- tuna? Yeah. yeah. I'd like to return my giant tuna. <laughs> it is not to my liking. I could get this in a river over at random empty river I live near. Behind him is Gohan and Goten being neglected and they're like, what's up with dad? We need to figure out what it is. We better wear disguises. Gohan, desperate to relive his youth, puts on his Saiyan man costume, which (laughs) Goten is like, that's fucking lame. I'm just going to wear these sunglasses. And Gohan's so defeated because he realized his little brother thinks he's whack as shit. <laughs> oh, man. Goten's so cool in the sunglasses, though. Okay, so there, both of those people were Goku's children. Yes. Yeah. They've always been his children since the beginning of the series? They've been his or? children the whole time. Well, <laughs> he started as a dumb baby, but first the big one was born and then just put through wars over and over again. So now he's rebelled by becoming like a responsible adult and that's why he's wearing a sensible cardigan all the time. He was wearing khakis and I was like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) You know how like people overcompensate if they had like alcoholic parents or something like that? It's like exactly what this is. is. He went to some meetings, he went to therapy, he talked to Videl about what their love language is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, who's Videl? That's his wife. wife. We don't see her this episode. Okay. No. And then Goten, I think, might actually be 15, but is just... Uh, they never updated his character, so, <laughs> so he's like, you're 10 forever. <laughs> Have fun. Okay. So they're just having some fun bonding time. It is true they never spend time together, so did, there's that. Did they ever show Goku and that lady he's married to, like... Embracing or hugging or great question. They do not. They <laughs> do they like each other? I'm confused about what they're. They haven't shown is. the two of them kiss or hug or embrace since like the 80s. Okay. Yeah, it's been since they've. I think the last time we saw them kiss was the when they got married. Damn. Okay. They have a relationship that's very like 90s sitcom where she's essentially his mother, even though he's right. a grown man. So. Piccolo, the green guy, my theory is that he's the one who really raised the kids anyway, and I mm-hmm. think she's getting down with him. That she gets oh. down, and he has a cloaca for a, for sex organs, and then she uses that to be freaky. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's one of those like late in life lesbians who just kind of is Wait. like you know tired of uh, uh, of the rigmarole of 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 seeing men. Yeah. She's like this last go round the track. You know. I used to do judo. <laughs> so the green entity is a woman. No. Uh, well, he is a he is a cloaca. Yeah, what they, is a cloaca? Yeah, they reproduce asexually as we understand it. Uh, his father spits out an egg that he hatches from. Mm-hmm. And then when we go to the planet, we only see men. So it's like a it's a uh, it's, it's like a real smurf society. situation. A, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're okay. all smurfed up down there. Anyway, they follow <laughs> Goku. Where is he going? The aquarium, the movies, they all walk, public items in they, this world. Yeah. They uh, walk <laughs> in walk front in. of the movie screen. 
And then Goku's staring at some lingerie with his eyes closed in the store. The women are scared. And then he finally opens his eyes. Uh, He's startled. He's still looking for it. Where is he looking? Under manholes, up ladders. He's he's looking, you guys. You know what? But when we find out what he is looking for, it also doesn't make sense that he's doing this. What was he looking for? Hit. He's looking for a hit. Okay. The interdimensional assassin. Why would you be like if you know that that person to kill you is going to pop up at any moment? Is that the moment to be holding a fish that is twice the size of your body, a bunch of groceries? I just hit's thing is he won't hit you if you're holding a fish. (laughs) Oh, okay. That that would make more sense. I never hit a man holding a fish. (laughs) Goes against my chill big dick head energy. Anyway, Goku walks into the street and Bulma hits him with her car because there's only two people in the show. That's when Gohan Goten knows something's really wrong because she goes to hit him and he just steps away like a normal person would. Yeah. So Gohan says, I'm going to find out what's happening, even if it means inviting him to dinner. So they are estranged? It's a lot Largely. of insight in these these microcosms, these moments. Okay. There's an episode earlier in this series uh, that we watched where uh, Gohan has this like big job interview for uh, some sort of like academic entity. Like he's going to be some sort of a researcher at a think tank, uh, and uh, his father like fucks up the interview by calling him. They definitely have a strained relationship. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. He resents him. I think he resents him for leaving him in the. Dead Desert with a green man to blow up the moon as a child. Yeah, because the thing is, is this a real thing? Because I can't tell. That's true. Yeah, that's a real thing that happened. That's a real thing. Okay. (laughs) The thing is that Gohan is a libertarian, you know, and he's out here trying to work for these like mega capitalist think tanks, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want them to know about his peasant ass father. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't want them to know that he comes from rags. I don't think it's that. I think it just has a shitty ass dad and he just doesn't know how to talk to him. He was abandoned over and over again, but now he also still cares about him because he's biologically related, but he hasn't cut that cord yet because they have to keep saving the world all the time. If you know someone who's experienced the loss of a parent at a young age and seen how that affects them and the turbulent throws it has for your life, now imagine that their parent comes back from the dead (laughs) and is involved in their life and then dies again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're at Gohan's house. They're having a cookout and Piccolo's grilling. That's fun. He has a line that's like, I'm the grill master. (laughs) I think that's what he says in bed with Goku's wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah! God, I'm the grill master because he said it with a lot of like force and like like yeah, he enjoyed saying he it. Yeah. Let my fingers be the spatulas. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, on the swing set, you go to have contemplative thoughts on Gohan, Goten, confront Goku about where the fuck he's been, in which he does finally say that he's going to be killed. And we cut to the shittiest planet of all time. It's raining. There's lightning. There's bad public art. Who's in the middle of it all? It's hit. Oh, no. Where are we? It's some weird-ass Blade Runner city. Ah. It's got got a very Cowboy Bebop vibe to it, I think. It does. It's raining, and there's a mayor who can't stop laughing. (laughs) You know he's evil because he's laughing so much. Because he goes, what a beautiful city. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. That's when you know somebody's a bad guy on the show, when they say beautiful. (laughs) 
they talk he, like they're uh, in the mob, you know? Hits yeah. walking through these mean streets. There's a little match girl selling flowers. He goes in an elevator. There's gonna guns at him, but guns don't gun here. <laughs> 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 and he keeps freezing time, which is represented by smashed glass background. But right. as Kanis pointed out, that doesn't at all infer that time has stopped, <laughs> yeah. and it just looks crazy, yeah. and she had no idea what was going on. <laughs> which is another Cowboy Bebop detail. Mm-hmm. That's a very Bebop thing to do. Hmm. Yeah, maybe someone's like, hey, this show's better than ours, maybe we do this show. Yeah. <laughs> what if Dragon Ball was Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun for you? I couldn't get the license to any music. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like the same song. So, uh, yeah, he, he shows up, he freezes time, he says, I'm here to kill you, and time is frozen for you and me, let's stop the world and melt with you. <laughs> he says and, that. Honest. <laughs> That's all in there. And then he... Uh, he does a little punch, but he doesn't actually touch him. But the gravity puts a little cute hole dent dento in the bad guy. <laughs> he has a three inch like fist indent into his <laughs> chest, and then yes. is fucking dead. Hit goes back to the bad public art, and he throws his prize, which is a tasteless necklace, on <laughs> the thing. And then he pulls up his communicator, or whatever the fuck, and it's a hologram of Goku. And he's like, "You're next, bitch." Yeah. Uh, he says that. And they crushes it. Yeah. They crushes it. Because he's never going to need that again. Yeah, it's like, it's a community, like, that's like an iPhone where you look at a text message and then you destroy the phone. Yeah. Like, you got so much this. fucking money from killing people, oh, you don't okay. care. Then, yeah, anytime you're like, filled with rage, oh, I gotta get a new He's fucking balling out. Back. Another Amber Alert. <laughs> 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 I'll find these children and kill them. <laughs> I had to block someone for trying to holler at me on LinkedIn, and I did. Oh. I did throw my phone across the room. Damn. <laughs> Experience in ladies management. <laughs> I did just. There's, they give you an option when someone sends you a message on there that you could say no thanks, and it sends a sentence that says, "I'm not interested in this position at this time." <laughs> Nice. Would you like to endorse Kevin in Blastin? <laughs> Back on Earth. Who's the only good dad? It's Piccolo. We know why? Because Piccolo goes, Gohan, you're clearly upset. What's wrong? And he goes, I'm worried about dad. Someone's trying to kill him. And uh, he's... Oh, and he says, there could be no secrets between us. Oh, yes, yeah. This is huge. We have to cover this. <laughs> Break it down, Alex. They're still talking. Uh, not only did he raise him through his adolescence, alive dad and dead, but even when he has his own child, he's turning to Piccolo for advice, and he doesn't even have his dad over to dinner when he's walking through the city blindfolded with a giant fish. That should show the gulf of emotional distance between father and son. Yeah. A weight as heavy as Piccolo's tall hat. Also, were they also carrying groceries in the scene? What the fuck is with this episode of groceries? Their groceries were not in a bag of any kind. Like they just had they had a a brown paper bag as film and television does. But inside that, the vegetables were just loose. So they dropped them and there were carrots just all over the They were loose. Which uh, feeds into very important canon update. Universe 7 has faded out plastics. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad for the environment and they're trying to protect it so they, they can blow it up and mix martial arts combat. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Vegeta does something. And then all yeah. of a sudden, uh, Goku's standing in a uh, plateau desert. 
uh, just doing Kegels and being like, where are you hit? Hits there. Poetry. I can come on command now. Yeah. I've mastered <laughs> Kegels. <laughs> I, I would be impressed, I think, if this show went there. I don't want to see. We do some classic Dragon Ball poetry where it's like, I knew you'd be here. And like Goku faces away from him and he's like, I'm going to kill you. But then he literally says, Hit goes, well, it's time to make the donut. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that no is. No context for what the donuts are, what you, they refer to, why there are multiple donuts. They do not cover this, but Hit is from a planet where donuts are money. <laughs> and he's always eliminating targets because he always needs more money because money is donuts. You get the money, then you eat the donuts. You're yeah. out of money. Ooh. So capital is so fleeting. Listen, <laughs> folks at home, if anybody... <laughs> Literally anybody knows what the fuck that meant. <laughs> Please write us an email. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've heard that phrase before. It was just really out of context in this show. Like I've heard that like like oh it's time to make the donuts as in like you're clocking to work on a Monday. I've never heard that. I've, I've never, never heard in it. my life. <laughs> what part of Long Island are you from? <laughs> you donut. You donut it's, lady. It's a common <laughs> phrase. I was more just like that's a weird way to talk about killing someone. Yeah. Little known fact about Katie's hometown it's actually a factory town based around the Entenmann's workshop <laughs> <laughs> everybody in the morning yo they do got Entenmann outlets on Long Island That's tell true. me you don't fuck with Entenmann's outlet oh it's so good day old Entenmann's yeah you just Great. go and they have like they're like yeah you want a box of a thousand cookies for two dollars you dumb asshole get diabetes get out of here get eat the donuts today or else you're gonna die <laughs> all right in massachusetts we have dunkin donuts yeah <laughs> you think donkeys ain't on long island the giant iced coffee that's twice the size of your head is like the symbol of femininity in Long Island. <laughs> what a beautiful culture. You know how valuable a woman is due to her dowry and the size of her <laughs> coffee culotta. <laughs> yeah, little known fact about Nassau County actually is that our, our county flag is uh, it's uh, planes of orange, white, and blue, and then in the middle of it is a kid shit face in front of a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can Tickets to Billy? You got tickets? Anyway, go. <laughs> it's like, I will give you the chance to run away and I'll just tell people I killed you. And Goku's like, no. But he's like, all right, I'm not going to shoot you in the back, though, because I like it when we do it face to face, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's more intimate. Yeah. He's that kind of man. They clearly have a relationship. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just when you thought he was going to be serious, my man air punches Goku <laughs> to death. Yep. Yeah, he hits him right in the chest and leaves a little indent, and then Goku dies. It's the name of the episode. Yeah. Piccolo, Gohan, Goten, lean over him, and we're like, no! And I'm like, the fuck? You all have died and come back to I life. was yeah. surprised Goku could be killed that easily, although he was shot with a gun <laughs> before. <laughs> Yeah, it really ruined everything. So, you know, yeah. since that, fine. Uh, Goku's dead. I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm looking for a new role model in my life. Please apply. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then the guitar plays. Episode over. Yeah. I'm sure Goku will stay dead. That's it. That's <laughs> it for be him. Sick. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. 
Okay. Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. I loved this episode. It was action-packed. I would like to give it seven Dragon Balls, uh, except there were not two beams, so I can't. There was one beam dramatically fired into the air as Goku died, um, so I will give it six Dragon Balls because it seemed like it was full of plot after a desert of baseball episodes. What? Katie, out of seven Dragon Balls. Yeah, I'll give this five Dragon Balls. It was pretty solid for the beginning of an arc. I mean, I know I will be annoyed soon enough, Soon enough. So I don't want to be too optimistic with too high of a rating. I like the giant food. I like. Sh- I love shitty dad lore. More shitty dad lore. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody else like Goten in those sunglasses? He looked great. Canise uh, out of seven Dragon Balls. Was it three Dragon Balls that were required to make a wish? Seven, seven. is. Oh, you need, you need, you need all of them seven. to make a wish. Well, then I will give it seven so that they can get someone to work on this show that understands that there needs to be context <laughs> and you can't just jump to other worlds and other universes and cat gods with absolutely no explanation of who these people are or their relationship to one another. I... I was perplexed for however long that was. Okay, we're going to go get the dragon for you in a minute, Jeremy. Thank you. It is usually the bit that we do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it five out of seven Dragon Balls. I like the Cowboy Bebop vibes. I wish more uh, went on. Uh, And now, because you got seven out of seven Dragon Balls, even though you already have made your wish, still just uh, out of respect for the process. (laughs) Story continuity, Shenron! Shenron, Kinesis desires clarity. She de- desires plot points and, you know, cause and effects. Yeah. Process Shenron needs a motion to be forwarded. <laughs> Subject may face the stand. <laughs> Uh, Process Shenron, I would like to file a motion to uh, uh, adhere to better writing standards on this show and uh, just do a better job of, uh, you know, uh, establishing a world that this takes place in. We're settling, and the motion carries. (laughs) I'm banging a gavel with my tiny dragon arm. All right, going back into the ball. I guess based on clues, he the dragon actually has a a courtroom. <laughs> yeah, this one does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what I, what I need you to picture is a very long dragon with a uh, white powdered wig. Uh, he has a white powdered would, wig. Of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we doing this email? It's time for dragon wig. Give me some of that dragon. A Piss Pig Reborn by (laughs) David Eduarte. (laughs) Hey, weebs, today I was listening to episode 68 of Ballin' Out Super. Happy that I was almost catching up to the show. I had pledged the money for the Sweet Sultry Patreon content a couple weeks ago, confident that my cushy work stability of being a public university professor in Costa Rica gave me the financial liquidity to finance a couple of three of socialist podcasts in the US to subvert the culture and politics of the much hated empire. La lucha sigue sendino vive. Uh, but, uh, oh, there's just so much more. I just, I'm sorry. Hang on, hang on. Before we move on. We have to, 
me and Jeremy have talked about this. We have talked about this so many times. Why do all our fans have the coolest jobs? <laughs> and then they always are like, like this guy has a good attitude, but normally they're like, oh, thanks for distracting me from the crushing weight of the capitalist arm. And I'm like, dude, I work at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid to smile while I'm yelled at and a smooth jazz song called Ladies Night plays over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you said that with familiarity. Like, this is a thing that is... Oh, I'm sorry. Song. It's called Ladies Choice. Jeez. And now we continue to paragraph two. <laughs> But of course, neoliberalism had to make sure that I receive less classes to impart next semester, which means that hard times are coming, like Jeremy's magazine. <laughs> Not really. I just have to cut on some of my more lavish habits, like some behind-the-paywall content, so I took back my pledge to you and just listened to the free show. <laughs> hey, I totally get it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure, the two episodes of Ballin' Out GT were, in all sense, good times. Hey, uh, I figured I'd be all right with just Super. That was until I heard the perfect voice of that beautiful boy Alex uttering my name in that sweet song. Oh, You have to do it. I'm now. never gonna get to stop doing songs. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> anyway, I've decided to take away my support from another podcast. Won't say which one. I don't want to start a podcast of gang war here. Our measure will be okay, so fuck them to Home for Infinite Losers. In all seriousness, funny show. You are all great, David Eduarte. I think not only do you have to sing our new Patreons, I think you I think you owe David a song of his own. I'm not going to custom... The song is just their names. The song is their names. I'm not going to make him a different song. A song I think of, you're going to have I to. I lack the theory. Okay, well, all right. Boom. song of his own. A song of my own. See, he's going already. <laughs> and then musical lead comes out to center stage. A song of my very own. Yeah. A song of his own. And now, a presentation of new Patreon subscribers in a beautiful tenor. Austin Hayes, thanks for the support. Jacob Van Dehe, how do you say your last name? (laughs) Emiliano Eric. you got a nice name. (laughs) Alex Kellar. Hey, same name. <laughs> Royce Brown. Sergio Andres Castro. Finn Gleason. David Eduarte from the email. William Conry. Alfred Mancuso. <laughs> And that's all not to leave out our friend R.W. Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and those are our new Patreon subscribers this week. <laughs> We're Thank you guys. Dangerously close to making me watch more movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're so close. Thanks a lot, yes. Jagoffs. <laughs> That's right. If we get, I think it's, what is it, six more subscribers or something like that, then we're going to do a special episode on Dragon Ball Evolution. Maybe live. Maybe live. Who knows? I don't know. 
No Meet casual, Alex IRL. <laughs> mm. Meet no eye contact, KRL, in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, plugs. Alex, what do you got? Again, come to my weekly show on Sundays at 7 o'clock. Bad news, it's a comedy show. Oh, what fun it is. It's at Sing Sing Karaoke Bar on Avenue A uh, on Sundays. I already said that. And then listen to my other podcast, Pod Damn America. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Patak Jokes. All right, Kenise. Uh, I'm on all the platforms at Kenise Mobley. It's pretty streamlined. Uh, I have a show second Thursday of every month. It's at Frank's Lounge. It's uh, you get you get pasta. It's a pasta show. Whoa, what? It's called It's All Happening. It's five dollars. You come, you get top notch comedians and a pasta dinner. It's a it's a steal. The Are you serious? I'm hundred percent. I'm gonna be there every month. It's great. <laughs> it's a it's a good show. Everyone has a good time. Wow. Uh, come see me at other shows. Just go to my website. It's all listed there. She's come very funny. Kenise. Check her out. Oh, thanks, man. All right, Katie. You can find me on Twitter at, at Katie Rose, on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose, and on the floor asleep. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> find me on the floor. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder, and you can check out my other podcast with Katie Rose Leon. It's called Pod Minister Cast Night. We talk about metal. We just did a new episode about Morbid Angels, very poorly named album. The yeah. movie Norbit? Yes. Nice. We did an episode about the movie Norbit. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check it out. Uh, and that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super.